Hello everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Christian Professionals Network, the platform where we raise, teach, and train ethical, excellent Christian professionals who will not only thrive, but rise and take over their respective industries, workplaces, for kingdom purposes by applying practically Bible-based principles to achieve results. My name is Chimi Opala, and I'm excited to welcome you to this wonderful year, 2024. And I want to start off by saying a great thank you to everyone who listens to, who shares, and who basically has become a part of our Christian professionals community by listening to our podcasts, listening to our clubhouse messages, and also being a part of the community by participating in the things that we did last year and even the greater activities that we'll be doing this year. We do appreciate you. God bless you. You you encourage us. And more importantly, we're looking forward to you rising, thriving and taking over and also multiplying the effect of what you're learning here and paying and playing it forward into the lives of other Christian professionals around you. So now that we have put the gratitude in place, I want to welcome you again to 2024. See, I am excited. This year is going to be wonderful. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to be spectacular for Christian Professionals Network. If you're a part of the community or in the WhatsApp group, I'm sure you're already privy to the many things that we have started brewing this year in terms of gaining or getting exposure knowledge and basically going deeper in this work of being a christian professional via various collaborations that we are also doing and this year's podcast is going to start off with a message that i am going to title favorable structures and not only is this message apt but i think it's also crucial especially at this time of the year and I know that generally across the world, it's not specific to only one location. Yes, it seems to appear worse than some in um, among various countries, locations, and um, continents. However, generally across the world, there is that undertone of things being tough, prices of things going high, inflation at an all-time high across various countries so it's not only specific to nigeria or the countries in africa it's all over the world it's in europe is in north america it's basically all over the world people are basically feeling the pinch and the outcome of this also has led to revision of structures and systems across organizations so organizations are basically managing for efficiencies and effectiveness in response to these um, times, in, in response to the hard times, in response to the inflation, in, in, in response to the economic hardship, in response to the various challenges, socio-economic challenges that seems to basically be, to be, what's the word now, to be, to be froth across the world and this leads to system structures review 
um, um, reviewing structures and systems for efficiency, um, reviewing organograms, um, basically a lot of changes, internal changes. And let's be honest, it's also does not favor a lot of people. And um, those changes typically at times lead to redundancies, exits, reviews of roles, and many other things, retirement of people and roles, among others. So yes, it can be favorable for a number of, can be unfavorable for a number of people, but today I focus on what concerns us in terms of our promise, word-based promise as Christian professionals, and that is favorable structures. What what am I going to base this on? I'm going to start reading with a scripture from Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It's a popular scripture, but I have been meditating on the scripture a lot recently. And the more I meditate on it, the more I meditate on it, the more the Holy Spirit just literally expounds my mind. And like it's it's mind-blowing, literally, the revelation in this word, the power of God's word. And that's why this podcast is titled Favorable Structures. Basically, the underlying message is no matter the structural revision or no matter the manipulation, no matter whatever is happening in the systems around you, you must understand that it will favor you. And I'm reading Romans 8.28 from the NIV version. It says, and we know that in all things, not in some, not in most not in a majority, in all things, God works. So whatever the revisions, whatever the collapsing, whatever the permutation and combination that is happening across your organization, across your enterprise, across your department, your function, in all things, they all qualify under the scripture in all things no matter whatever the changes whatever is leadership changes whatever is people moves whatever is redundancy they call it different names across different organization in all things god works so you must be conscious that no matter the restructuring no matter the changes no matter the lean management system that is being put in place no matter the redundancies retirements or resignations in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. You see where he favors you? Let's even start from the first place where he favors you. He favors you to be a Christian professional in these times. Not just a professional, but a Christian professional. See, he favors you. It, because the, the terms and conditions also apply. The audience is targeted and specific. Those God are working for in all things, in all restructuring, in all change management, in all mergers and acquisitions, in all realignment of roles, in all people moves. It is specific on those God is working for. One, those that love God, those that prioritize God, those that seek God first, those that basically place God above all. And he says, and accord according to his purpose. Who understand that their work, their job is a calling. It's another conduit, channel, and avenue to please and glorify God beyond the remuneration, the benefits, the growth, and every other thing that comes with it. 
to who are called according to his purpose. Honestly, if you understand the scripture, you will rest and understand that the structures will always favor you, that the structures will always be favorable for you. And I'll cite an example from the Bible from one of my favorite, favorite career. Should I say, what's the word now? Is it, um, is that a Bible career mentor or career example, career believable reference? Yes, that's what I was looking for. Daniel. And I was just reading through the book of Daniel, meditating on some parts, reading through some parts. And I noticed that between Daniel chapter 1 and verse 6, chapter 1 and chapter 6, Daniel went through different three leaders, three line managers, restructuring. He had the first boss, Nebuchadnezzar. That one, they warned him, they warned him, they warned him. Pride do not allow him. He, You know, my, my pastor always say something that, see, humble yourself so God will not humiliate you, that God does not humble people. God humiliates people. You have the onus and the responsibility to humble yourself. If you don't, if God does it for you, he will humiliate you. And that's what happened to Nebuchadnezzar. He was exhibiting both narcissism, ego, everything that could worry a boss. We discussed him in Toxic Bosses. If you listen to our podcast, I think we had that session last year on the Clubhouse platform. Sorry, not podcast, Clubhouse. Um, we discussed extensively toxic, toxic bosses and Nebuchadnezzar was one of them. And in all these things, his direct report, God was using his direct report to warn him. He had the dream, this big tree, that all the trees, all the birds and all of all that were coming, he was cut down. God warned him. But his pride, his ego did not let him be. And eventually, he went to turn to beast of the field. So, and he learned his lesson and came back and confessed that God is good. As in, don't allow God to show you, this is just a sidebar. <laughs> As when I was reading that scripture, I was laughing like, ah, somebody had to be shown premium shege before he learned. Don't allow God to show you premium shege and humiliate you before you learn. But that's just a sidebar. So he went through that Nebuchadnezzar as he was, and then Nebuchadnezzar's son, Belshazzar, yeah, that's his name, Belshazzar took over. That one too had his own issues. You would think, ah, okay, what could be, what else can possibly happen? That one first started by carrying corpses for because so basically my 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 line of thoughts is he went through three different bosses with dynamic behaviors, flaws, imperfections, among others, but it kept favoring him as the systems and the structures were changing. And now get to chapter six. He now had Darius. That was the one that experienced lion, had lion, lions then experience with him. And that one really loved Daniel. Imagine that your direct report is, is, is accused of something and they throw him in lions, then you don't sleep all night to show you how much he had Daniel at heart. So you would think Nebuchadnezzar was the best that could possibly happen to him. Who knows when Nebuchadnezzar turned to wild animal? Daniel must have been, who knows if Daniel was wondering, huh? It don't be. What can happen now? Which kind of boss would they bring? Would they do? Only God knows what was going through his mind. But then again, the kind of person he was and the way he was rooted in the knowledge of the covenant, Abrahamic covenant, which they were operating at the time, and the way God was coming through for him, you could tell that this guy was rooted. And then after Nebuchadnezzar came Belshazzar, after Belshazzar came Darius. This is between Daniel chapter 1. And Daniel chapter 6, three bosses, all the time it favored Daniel. In fact, they were 
you know, in accountancy, balance carried forward. They were carrying forward his good reports and reputation from boss to boss. So when Belshazzar took over from his father, Nebuchadnezzar, when that one had, had this wild animal experience out of pride, it was the people that knew of Daniel in his father's times that were speaking of him. So all the structures, he experienced Daniel's workplace, experienced significant, massive change at leadership level between chapter 1 and chapter 6. But all the time, the structures were favorable for him. You see why I'm telling you that no matter how it is happening, inflation will force companies and um, systems and organizations to make tough calls and choices to adapt, to survive, to innovate, to evolve. They would, it will cause them to restructure redundancies here and there, probably shut down some markets as has happened for some companies and all that. But you must have the mindset that in all things, Romans 8.28, God is working for my good. Do you know how it is? Like, uh, how can I explain it now? Imagine that at every important table where decisions are being made, that there's a stakeholder there. And while he's there, all he's doing is representing and protecting your interest. All the conversations being had, he's not just guiding it, he's influencing it to ensure that it turns out well for you. I'm going to let that sink in. At every key decision, where at every table where key decisions are being made, there's a stakeholder represented. And it's not um, just a listener, he's an influencer. He basically can turn the hearts of the decision makers and times and seasons and these structures. He influences everything and with the ultimate aim of ensuring that it is turning out for your good. Do you see how it is certain that the structures must favor me this year? However, I want to turn leadership change, organizational change, uh, structural change merger and acquisition, anything you like to call it, however it seems to apply or affect the organizational system, you must set your mind right firmly on this word that in all things, not some things, even if it's a departmental change, functional change, regional change, at whatever level or, or organizational level or leadership level or people level, whatever, role, technical skills, so whatever level in any capacity, of any structure or system change in that organizations or your organization seems to be making in response to this time, please be conscious of the fact that you have a very, very premium key stakeholder, not represented, present and presiding over these tables. Because represented is just some, no, 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 doesn't qualify or quantify. Present and presiding over these tables and conversation and influencing, as in his working, permutation combination. He's influencing the actions, the thoughts, the words, the choices, and the decisions for one reason, for your good, for my good. At times, it might not look like it. I know human beings, at times, you can be averse to change. At times, change can be uncomfortable. But if you're living in these times as a Christian professional, just even to be an exceptional professional, you must know, I hope you know by now, that you must be open to change. Regardless of the organization, the industry, or the sector that you're in, the times and the things are changing so fast. As at last five years, was it last five years? That's when it was being said in the management consulting industry that the world has changed so much in the last 10 years 
than it has in the last 100 years. This thing was valid like five years or seven years ago. So as a date, I don't even know what the current statistics is, how much that change has happened. And we know how fast things evolve, change, and how fast the times are moving. So it goes without saying that as a professional in this time, before I even got to get to that extra layer of being, or should I say additional exceptional layer of being a Christian professional, you must be responsive to change. You must. So I think it's in Darwin's theory of evolution. So my science, science background comes to place. Not that I believe in all those things. Man did not evolve from apes. The Bible told us how man was made. One of those, however, one of those theories um, from Darwin is that it is not the fastest. I'm just going to try and paraphrase it. It's not the fastest organism or the it's not the strongest. It's not fastest. It's strongest. It is not the strongest organisms that survive, not the most intelligent, but the ones most responsive to change. So your own part in all these things is ensure that your heart is open and that you're responsive to the change as God leads you. Don't keep a closed mind and be insisting that God is working for you. Yes, God is working for your good. And at times that also requires that you to adjust yourself, position yourself in the direction of the good that he has worked out for you. You are not a tree that is immovable. You must open your mind to change. In these times, in response to what God has already done in terms of permutation and combination at those decision tables for your good, if you don't turn or move in the direction of the good that he has carved out for you, then that's your own loss. But the structures will favor you when you respond accordingly in line with the favor God is crafting and has crafted out for you as the systems and the structures change. So I just want to tell someone that this year, or should I say, I want to tell the Christian professionals that this year, structures, systems will change there will be a lot of all those things. And I'm sure some of you have already started seeing and hearing it. But please, stand on this truth. In Romans 28, that in all things, we know it's an assurance. It's a certainty. It's not probability. It's not 99.9%. It's an assurance. 100% of the time. Ah, my pastor always says it. The word of God works 100% of the time. I know that in all things, no matter how the permutation and the combination is happening. The key decision makers at the table, working all things for my good. So the structures will favor me. You must have that mindset and you must also have the responsive attitude to change because if you understand this and you declare it and you act like it, the Holy Spirit will also inspire you to take corresponding action in response to that change to ensure that you are perfectly positioned for the good that he has worked out for you. I hope this has blessed someone. I hope that you have learned something. And I trust that God will work things out for your good this year and going forward. God bless you. I'm excited and looking forward to all the wonderful, wonderful things that God is going to do in and through us as Christian professionals this year. God bless, 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 and bless you. And may the structures, the structures will keep favoring us because God has said so. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Bye.